0: Noah Randolph, teaching pastor here. And Welcome to the weekly deep dive. <laughs> Gotta get—I always have to come over to my seat and pull up the iPad. You didn't grunt this time, so, so. I didn't <laughs> grunt when I sat down. I'm feeling okay. I'm yeah. <sighs> trying to trying to avoid any. Uh, mouth noises into the microphone to make people uh, (laughs) really uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you're good, man. Um... Yeah, so welcome everybody. Welcome to our weekly deep dive. Uh, Noah just introduced himself here earlier. That's Noah Randolph, our teaching pastor. My name is Nick Griffin. I am the lead pastor here at Wayfarers, And we have a special guest with us today I'll go ahead and introduce over here. We've got Garrett Sales. He is a pastor um, at uh, Abundant Grace Fellowship. Um, what's your specific title there? How would you?
1: Um, yeah, I guess, I guess you could say young adult.
0: Young um, adult, leader, pastor, 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 leader. I you say, yeah. yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Um, we thought we'd bring Garrett in a little bit today, help talk about some of the stuff that we're going to be uh, covering. But before we get into the topic specifically, uh, we always do a little bit of an icebreaker mm-hmm. every, uh, with all our guests and every week, even if it's just me and Noah. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a I've got one oh, you got this one? week. Uh I'm going to steal this one oh. from from China actually. Your fiance <laughs> who is uh sitting over here. Uh I got to be a part of a Bible study with Garrett and his fiance, China, and she had a really great icebreaker. It's a real simple one. Just how are you doing? Like <laughs> legitimately, not like, you know, oh, just in, not not like not like hey, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. But she was just like, you know, like be honest. How are you doing? How's, how's, how's everybody doing today? Hmm. I figure that's a good question for the type of Wednesday that today is that's and everything fair, else. That's too, fair. So, <laughs> yeah, um,
2: You want to start, Noah? Yeah. How, I can how are you doing, honestly? How are we doing? Um, I am not yet at the point where I'm feeling anything because we haven't yet seen how things are going to turn out yet. <laughs> um, i So, yeah, I'm I guess I'm just like waiting on pins and needles to figure out exactly how this is all going to pan out election wise. Hmm. Um, So, yeah, (laughs) Um, a little bit of anticipation. I feel pretty good. Uh, I had some very sweet people uh, after Sunday service uh, um, just reach out and tell me how good a job I did. And I was very thankful for that. Uh, I don't know if pastors talk about this a lot, but having people just reach out and tell you, that was really awesome. It means a lot. It means a lot more than you might think it does. So, mm. um, yeah. So it's kind of like mixed. You're like feeling good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had my birthday on Monday, and that was really yeah. good too. So, um, turned twenty six, and so it's been a good week. It's been a really good week for for me. So, I'm um, just a little bit anxious because yeah, just yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's always weird when your birthday is like literally the day before election. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. an up and a down. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: it's just a weird time for election, so it's definitely
2: yeah,
0: understandable. So it's a very strange time. W- what about you, Garrett? How are you doing? Um, I'm Feel good. free to get the mic as close to your mouth as you want to. We got we don't have very good equipment, so you got to oh. get it like real close for it to be real loud. <laughs> okay, like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Um, can I see my face? I'm just yeah. There you go. That's, okay. that's better. Um, that's how I'm doing? I'm doing fairly
1: good. I am just taking it really one day at a time. Uh it's a lot of things going on. Um uh just got engaged, so um, yeah. there's that. Then we're planning the wedding, um, which is gonna be November twenty eighth, and definitely it's gonna be small, very intimate, um, with family, immediate family, just about um really because right now we're we're more so focused on the relationship right now and just getting those things squared away. Mm-hmm. The home, the relationship. Just the financial part of it, you know, just getting that squared away. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and we have, i have—I have, I know a lot of people. She know a lot of people, and we invite one friend, and next and everybody else. Why you invite me? And we ain't, you know. <laughs> to avoid all that, we're gonna just make it immediate family. I feel yeah. We'll have our That's big smart. wedding. We'll have our big big wedding next year. You know, so we're gonna have one. It's just mm-hmm. a year mm-hmm. later. You know where Everybody has a year in advance to get things together for it. So at that point, we're probably gonna have really just one big reception. Mm. yep you know
0: i've heard of a few people doing that in this yeah. current season so
1: yeah, that's she, cool she was just telling me on the way over here she thought about doing that so i was like well cool with me yeah cool so yeah there's that um i actually get to uh minister this uh upcoming tuesday at uh mscc uh for chapel and so yeah. i have to get my message together for that in the praise and worship segment and i'm um, just trying to be innovative with the praise and worship segment and the people rehearsing um they're definitely getting together. Uh, I, I think come Tuesday, it'll be very put, well put together. They're awesome, figuring it out. You got
0: and practice right about. after this, don't you? Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm gonna swing by there and just kind of see how everything's going, see what they're getting together. Um, actually, uh, the person spearheading the present worship segment is uh, my fiance's aunt. So very creative. Uh, so she can definitely. Uh, That's awesome. I'm 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 feeling good about it.
0: Yeah, so for for message. those of y'all watching, if you want to um, tune in. Uh, to Mid-South Christian College's chapel services. Uh, You can just find the Mid-South Facebook page. Just look up Mid-South Christian College. We've been live streaming the chapel services there. And this upcoming Tuesday, uh, that's what Garrett was talking about, he's getting to uh lead that table service and he's doing a lot of really cool stuff with the music and the teaching and all that kind of stuff so i think it's gonna be a good one you should definitely tune in yeah. if you if you want to see uh see what all they've been working on for these last couple of weeks i'm pretty excited about it myself so mm. um, so yeah you got a lot going on man just yeah. got engaged you got the yeah. uh you got this cool project going for the school yeah uh, uh, definitely working for the
1: church just trying to you know do things for the church and i know me and you've been working on some things right uh thinking about doing a um, is that official yet? We're yeah, I mean we can talk together. about
0: it a little bit. We're, we're 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 Garrett and I have been working on a few different things. We're trying to figure out some different projects to get different churches in the area together and yeah. you know, we've been working on a a lot of different ideas, a lot of different projects.
1: Yeah, you know, young pastors networking just things of that nature. Um It's definitely a lot of yeah, it's a lot. So I'm I'm literally just one day at a time. I could easily forget something Relate loud, I'll be just reading or doing something oh i gotta do this real quick and <laughs> yeah I'm forgetting so it's it's i need to invest in a planner like my phone <laughs> unless, unless i tell siri remind me um i need i probably invest in a planner that i can just look at i probably need to do that
0: Rem- like, remember mm-hmm. what you tonight
1: yeah <laughs> no that makes sense so yeah just to kind of remind myself because yeah at this point and uh yeah i, I have another job where i'm run a social media for another business another business contracting company. So that's that, making a website for that. and me you work mm. on that as well.
0: Yep. So yeah, it's just a lot, but, um, yeah, you said, that. you said earlier when you came in you said you are kind of tired at the yep. moment. Yeah. So yeah, I, right. I understand you got a lot going on. Yeah.
1: I found it ironic that, you know, we're talking about risk. that's what yep. I need right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that,
2: that's uh, that's a perfect segue Cause yep. like, yeah. that's honestly why I wanted to have you on, yeah. um, we, you know, I did this, uh, latest sermon on rest and, uh, I've found more so than, uh, anyone else. Uh, Nick is an Enneagram three and Enneagram. Have you ever
0: heard of that? Are you familiar I knew I knew with that. the Enneagram? Enne- I have not. what
2: is it? So it's a cult.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if you ask people that, that some people would say it's like a cult pretty much, but you it's know. this personality thing, you know, like, um. Like Myers-Briggs, like, uh, you know, uh, Collar Sanguine, all the different, like, personality tests people will do for different types of personality types. Even, like, the ones on Facebook that are, like, are you which marvel superhero oh. are you or something like that? <laughs> yeah, I'll well, be accurate yeah so <laughs> for for real. So this is uh so there's a there's a, a, a it's a kind of a framework for understanding personality called the enneagram. Okay. It's gotten really popular in a lot of christian circles. Christian like hipsters are like super into it. Mm-hmm. Um me and Noah have been super into it. It's really helped us understand our own personalities and okay. um it's helped me with my marriage a lot. It's really helped me understand my wife's personality and yeah. Long story short, it gives um you a number based there's nine different numbers for like these nine different types of personalities and each person will kind of get assigned a number and mm-hmm. it goes even deeper from there but that's the basic thing okay. and each personality type has different things associated oh, with okay, it okay, okay. so based on the Enneagram Noah is a, a four, four on probably. the Enneagram mm-hmm. and I'm probably a three on the Enneagram mm-hmm. we do a whole episode explaining all the differences on <laughs> that <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but the three is um somebody who's generally like a really high achiever who's always trying to like get things done, always really interested in, mm-hmm. uh, receiving uh, praise from other people, doing a good job, you know, really focused on their image, really focused on getting things done. Yeah. That's my personality type. Okay. And we, don't, you know, we, we don't, don't know, know about you, yeah. but we suspected that we feel like me and you have a lot of similarities <laughs> to our personalities. Yeah, could, yeah. And so yeah. earlier today when we were talking to me and Noah, we talking about this topic. Um, you know, it's something that really hits home for people like me who, who like working, who do a lot of work, who are involved in a lot of different projects. Yeah. And Noah's was like, you should get, get, we need Garrett on today because he's yep. totally that way too. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we're we're suspecting that there's some similarities in our personalities there, and yeah. in in the way
2: we yeah I'm we sure work. it is. I'm very
1: sure it is. I know you.
2: Yeah. So that's like perfect. Uh, so, well, one of the things I wanted to have both of you on was kind of just have a conversation about like what is ministry life like. You know, working and also with sabbath as a concept and what does sabbath mean to both of you like what was it some was it something that you have always like heard growing up or was it something that like um as time progressed like you developed and said i need to rest more or is that something that's never been like uh on your radar before like how is sabbath really fit into y'all's workspace lives and uh yeah, um, we can start with you, Garrett, and then we'll have Nick.
1: Okay. Um, so the first question is, what is ministry life like?
2: Yeah, yeah. What is ministry life like? And like, would you say that Sabbath has been a part of that or has it not been or? Um, ministry life is
1: definitely what I asked for. Mm-hmm. Um, so by no means will I ever complain about it. Well, will I never, you know, have my regrets for pursuing full-time industry. um so it's fulfilling uh, i definitely wake up every morning and feel like i'm in my purpose who i'm called to be mm-hmm. may not be i may not be exactly doing where i'm trying to get yeah but i, I could definitely see like this is I, I'm, I'm way more closer than i would have been if i just didn't make the decision to leave mm-hmm. my job uh this year was that this year yeah this <laughs> year so, this year yeah um so it, it's fulfilling. It's fun. It, it definitely has its challenges because when you're transitioning from work, throw a contrast out there to make it seem like working in you know society is just this downright bad thing. Because some right. people are called to work in the marketplace, even right, if they right, are right. in church. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to knock that, but I definitely can see the, the the how your mindset, the way you even like think about stuff, and how you mm-hmm. treat people. Like it, it definitely has to shift. Because mm-hmm. working in a like society, you know, you're thinking about, you know, there, there's a lot of rules and codes and obligations and things that separate you from that person. You can't do this because the contract says this. Mm-hmm. So I'm protected by a contract. Yeah, you know that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in ministry, granted, yes, like there's the Bible. You do you know abide by that. But really, at the end of the day, when it comes to ministry, it, it really boils down to how, like are, like are you a good person? And that's the
2: so. Would you say it's like a stress free job, or would you say it's like a, a a job where you need? Is it like more stressful than yeah. you remember? Yeah, or is it about the same? I have my just days. different. You it, days? It,
0: it, it depends.
2: It depends. I,
1: I, I honestly have my day. Some days I'm like, yeah, but next. Some days I'm just like, man, I ain't trying to do this today. <laughs> and it's just, you know, some days you get, you get, you, you're not, you just get drained yeah it's a lot and then there's a lot pulling on you people calling and doing you do this and that mm. so it's definitely a balance because in ministry there's always something to do i'm learning that now it's always yeah yeah and so it's just that just find that balance to kind of just rest so ministry life is definitely fulfilling but if you're not careful it can you can burn out
0: mm. do you feel like you're putting in more hours like just as far as like 40 hours a week or are you putting in, like, more or less than you feel like you used to Definitely when more. you were? Yeah. Because yeah. um,
1: I have not been sleeping a lot lately. Hmm. Um, I'll go to bed at, you know, it just depends, sometimes 9, sometimes 10. It could be, like, 12. And I'll literally get up about, like, 3.34, and I can't go back to sleep. Mm. So I'm up reading all night, hmm. four, yep. all morning. So I'm reading, processing, I'll get sermons in my head. They'll come to me, and I jot them down, and then I'll go back. This I lay down. Oh, I'm not gonna add that to. Not get back up and go ask <laughs> something else. No, get down and then something else. So it's like, uh, um, um, wait, what was the question again?
2: Well, yeah, <laughs> we were just asking about yeah ministry life and what oh. it looks like for you. And you're. Yeah. It sounds like what you're saying. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like what you're saying is, it's uh kind of stressful and that it's something that you don't get a lot of sleep a lot of times yeah. with
1: and you know I, I you know i guess it's just right now cuz right now it's a lot going on i definitely mm-hmm. think it's one of these things that i think we we're trying to create passive income in the beginning it's going to mm-hmm. be a lot but then once it gets going yeah then it kind of settles yeah that makes sense yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah for so, sure you know starting something off it's going to be a lot you got to put in put in time but then once it really just gets going yeah to my brother he um he's a very very he's like a economics guru mm-hmm. and yeah I, I like he just like the same way i am with ministry he's the same way with like business yeah. right yeah and see the
0: guy that has the t-shirt yeah thing yeah yeah,
1: yeah. um he started a t-shirt brand called main t-shirts and honestly like it's you know most, most people start t-shirts like brands all the time and it does okay but no like i cannot matter of fact I, i'll never forget the story of i was in kroger and i was leaving kroger and i saw a lady walking in as i was exiting kroger and I was like, "Hey, nice shirt!" And it, it, she had on, uh a shirt my brother made. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people have them on.
0: Hmm. And yeah, you should look them up on Instagram if oh, you're yeah. uh, if 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 any of y'all are watching, just hmm. look up Main T-shirts M A N E.
1: Yeah, M-A-N-E shirts yep. Um, thanks. Um, and I said, "Hey, nice shirt!" And she said, "Hey, thanks. You want one?" And I was like, um, <laughs> What you mean? Because like, I, like she does not know this is my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That my brother made this brand. So she's like, "You want one?" And I was like, um, "I already kind of have one, but like, what do you mean? Do I? You know?" I was. She did. She obviously didn't know. Not asked yeah. her. I was like, "What do you mean?" She said, "I sell them." I, <laughs> I was like,
2: "So you're talking to like a third, third party yeah. dealer?" The, the irony, <laughs> the, the,
1: the fact that Oops, I'm in sorry. this moment, like that was yeah. irony in that moment, yeah. and. You know, whatever you tend to do things or start things that people tend to kind of want to like, mm-hmm. uh, what's the word? I hate to use copy, but copy. Mm-hmm. That's how you know you're doing something that's different. yeah,
2: yeah. That makes sense.
1: And um, he, yeah. Uh, my so my brother, he definitely uh, definitely has a has a has a, a niche for that. And um,
2: yeah, thing he. Go ahead. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so to kind of bring it back around, so you you feel like. Uh, the work that you're doing now is really stressful but it's probably gonna pay off yeah in that way. Yeah, you know. He
1: told me um I guess to get to the why why I'm like this now is more so he said, uh uh you definitely want to how can you make money or how can you create income mm-hmm. where you, you don't have to be there but it still generates money.
2: Right, right. And you still can
1: you generate money while like we're doing right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, there's no better feeling than you sitting on a couch watching TV and your phone lights up. Oh, somebody paid 40 bucks for this yeah. shirt you mm. do that eight times a day.
0: Right. Like mm. How do, Like, how do you. Without having to do the the, yeah. the, the, the
1: labor the actual, of it, You yeah. know, so it's just. A, that's that, cool. Yeah.
0: No, that totally makes sense. Yeah.
2: So so it sounds like work for you has this payoff that you're looking forward to. And Nick, we had kind of talked about that before, that you actually find work uh, pleasurable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, could you kind of, like, talk about, like, has that always been the case for you? Like, was work that way as a kid? Is that how it is in ministry now? Like, how do you feel about um, yeah. working in, oh, in yeah. church?
0: No, I love what I'm doing. Um, I love the work that I'm doing, and I enjoy the work. I think I'm similar to you where it's, like, yeah. it, it is a lot of work. Mm. You're not getting a lot of sleep. You're putting in a lot of hours. But it is um, – really rewarding and you're hoping it's going to be really rewarding in the long term but i do really enjoy it yeah. and i always remember when i was talking about it i i've always had these conversations with my aunt because um, we'll go visit my family they live in texas i got a whole bunch of my mom's side of the family that lives over there mm. and my aunt and uncle um they clean houses you know and so it's really hard work that they do and i remember once sitting there with my aunt talking to her and me and my dad are both sitting there and she was just saying how much she's looking forward to retiring hmm. because she's like, I'm so tired. I, I freaking hate my job. It's the worst. Yeah. I'm so tired of working. I hate working. I can't wait to retire. And then she, she looked at both me and my dad and she said, don't y'all feel that way. And we both looked at each other and we were like, not really. <laughs> we were both like, we really like our jobs. Like we really like what we're doing. Yeah. And part of that is it's, it's an, I'm not having to clean houses. You know, that's a sucky job that, that, <laughs> that's really hard. But I think both me and my dad, we feel like we've been blessed to be able to do work that really aligns with like our, um, Call. passions and desires and calling and yeah. just, you know, all, all of that kind of comes together in a way that makes the work really enjoyable. Yeah. And so what's been interesting is because of that, I, I work a lot. I like to work a lot. And, um, I kind of get accused often of being like a workaholic, you know, like mm. I'm addicted to working yeah. and you know, there's, there's aspects to that. But because of that, people would always try to talk to me about the Sabbath, you know, and be like, you need to take a day off. You need to take a day of rest. You need to make sure that you're like taking a, a seventh day rest every seven days. You need to have one day that you're taking off. And it was always like this really, um, I don't know, judgmental like thing where they were just yeah. like, you need to, you know, you're working too hard. You need to take a day off. Yeah. And I always rubbed up against that. I didn't like that. Like it was always tough for me and it's for a variety of reasons. And, and on the one side, I do think I maybe needed to learn some lessons from that I needed to mm-hmm. learn how to, how to grow from that. But, but in another side, I really don't feel like, um, one, I don't feel like the people who are saying that really fully understand what Sabbath is supposed to be and what it was supposed to be and how it's supposed to work. Yeah. And also, I just think they might not understand the the kind of work that I'm doing um, and, and why I enjoy doing the kind of work that I'm doing. I'm not like my aunt who's mm-hmm. like, man, I just hate my job. I can't wait to quit. I can't wait to retire. Instead, I'm doing a job that I really enjoy and I really love. And it's kind of made it interesting as I've talked about those particular issues at different points in time, um, you know, just kind of thinking through, um, what the Sabbath actually means and what it could mean for a person like me who really enjoys their job.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. So is it like, um, I suppose it sounds like both of you see work not as a labor that you have to do, but as actually something that, like, uh, brings joy and life into your life. And is that yes true for you, too? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I So I know a lot of people won't feel that way, and so when they hear Sabbath, they think, uh, you know, oh, Sabbath is that time that I get to take a day off or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So if – uh, if Sabbath is not that, um, for y'all because y'all enjoy work so much, what would, what does, what, where does Sabbath fall for you in the Bible? What does it mean to you? What does you it know? look like for people? Yeah. What does it, it look? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know
0: that's, that's, that's what I was saying is one of the weird things. I think most people, when they read about Sabbath, read about taking a day off mm-hmm. one day every seven days, making sure you have a day off from work. It's like good news and like exciting for them, you know, they'll read it and be like, oh yeah, sweet. I can't wait for that. Mm. Um, and I think I'm just one of those weird people that was like, I don't, I don't like that very much. I'd rather just keep going. Like I'd rather (laughs) just keep doing what I was doing. So I, I have run across that way you're saying, whereas Mm -hmm. like most people would be like, I love this aspect of what the Bible teaches. Yeah. Whereas for me, that was like hard. Something that I like kind of had. Um, struggles with and so like I have my own way I've thought about it over the years mm-hmm. about Sabbath but uh, I, what, what have you what are your thoughts Garrett what have you thought about in different points of time do you how do you apply it in your own life do you do you see yourself taking a day off um, very often or um, do you just not uh, you know what's I, it look like
1: I guess it's for me uh Yeah, Nick, it it can be hard because there there are so many times where I will kind of, like, say I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit here and just be, like, not do anything. Mm -hmm. And I guess for me, I do have moments where I do shut down. Um, And it may be, honestly, for, like, a day. But even in that, I still kind of find myself, like, fighting myself not to do something Mm -hmm. um
0: yeah 100 percent.
2: that's totally
1: (laughs) and the only thing i guess that i'm really fighting it's really just because the way my brain works my mind's always going Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so i have to shut my i have to shut my brain down and when i get to a point where my brain it just can't take anymore i have no choice but to you right
0: know. it just like shuts down on its own yeah
1: and I, I don't know when it gets there and at that point i have another. you know i, I just okay well i guess i have to i can't really finesse this mm-hmm. so i'll take a break but then even like when i'm shutting down for like two or three hours i've if i've shut down for that long i'll have a question in my head, and i'll go in about i'll go on my phone and look and go on logos on my app and just be like what this yeah is. And I'm, <laughs> I'm still i still find a way yeah. out, like to, to squeeze it in and right. so it's like no one, I guess Nick, no one's ever called me a workaholic. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, the only person who really just knows, it would be my fiance. I don't That's know if she called
0: me one. I don't know. We got China right here. What right would you say? I don't know if she called Is me Is Garrett one a workaholic? No. No? He's a he's thinker. He's a thinker.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> so he's thinking all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess it's like just my. Shutting the brain off doesn't ever happen for you.
1: Yeah. Like. If it shuts off, it's like I have no choice. But yeah, you know, mm. it. Even with that, I'm always like, "What does this mean?" Okay, let me go to the Bible. <laughs> and I'll read it, and then I'll trying to. The Bible means this, not that. Like yeah. I'm talking about it, and she's like, "Okay, yeah." yeah. Mm. And that's a good thing because she she's into it, the Bible as well. So yeah, me figuring it out, I'm able to talk through it with her to make sure that it makes sense. And then mm. if it don't, she you know what do they she ask questions so it's good but yeah i um so i guess for me it's, it's just uh i guess I, I like i guess for me it's just my brain has to be like okay gary stop for me really to stop mm. you know? and is,
2: is that what sabbath is for you or where does sabbath kind of fit into that for you or is it
1: for me i've always looked at sabbath as and i i, I nick i agree with you i think sabbath a lot of people look at it because I, I grew up in a church and uh, my fiance mentioned it yesterday. We had me and Nick had a meeting with another pastor. Um, I grew up in a church where my pastors always had to kind of like reshape people's thinking about con- like concepts and scriptures in the Bible. Because mm-hmm. people would think that it means this when it really means this. Right. And so I've always kind of grew And then I remember my pastor's sister, when I was in child- Sunday school, she always said, told us like when somebody tell you something, don't believe not not to not to say what they're saying isn't valid, right? But take it for face value, but go look mm-hmm. it up yourself to make sure that you know get your own revelation from this, right? Mm-hmm. So I've always been kind of in the mindset of get my own revelation, and <clears throat> I've I have heard Sabbath a lot, but I've heard more in terms of sabbaticals. People mm-hmm. take sabbaticals, and they they go on breaks, and they right. you know just interesting. And that makes I mean I guess yeah. that that's feasible. Like you know you may need a vacation. Yeah, yeah, makes sense,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but. One thing that tripped me up was I was, when I really got into the Bible and I was just reading and I I focused, I honed in on like Jesus, like ministry practically. And one thing I noticed was a lot of his miracles were on the Sabbath.
0: Right. Mm -hmm.
1: And when you look in the Old Testament, it talks about, you know, God rested on the seventh day. Right. And he, you know, looked at everything, you know, everything was good and kind of rested, you know. And he, you know, admired his work and stuff like that. But then you look at Jesus and he was, Jesus was going. Yeah. yeah he was going and i guess one one little small point for jesus to be on that boat during the, during the sleep yeah during the sleep storm, during the storm how tired you have to be yeah mm. you know so that goes to show jesus was working too like he took you know you don't really see unless i guess i could be wrong but you don't really see too many moments where he's asleep, mm-hmm. yeah but when he is he's on a boat knocked out Mm. So what kind? you know what do you have to be doing to be on a boat sleep <laughs>
2: during the middle of a storm you
1: know um and then you know he talks about you know um about my father's business and a lot of the miracles that he did was on the sabbath mm-hmm. so that made me think wait a minute w- okay wait so it can't be just not doing anything right you know it, like that the bible says it imitate jesus right yeah so, right. It it it's something more to this and then when i kept looking you know when I, my pastor gave me a uh, a dictionary a bible dictionary and sabbath uh means to cease right right um to you know uh put a hold on something but when i went deeper it's more so to put a cease on human activity mm-hmm. to focus more on i guess i want i guess you could for a lack of a better term the church or um I would say put a cease on your own personal activity <laughs> and focus more towards on God's creation, mm-hmm. which is us. <laughs> and I, I personally believe that the Sabbath is it, it, really deeply connected to taking care of the people sitting next to you because Monday through you know Monday through Saturday we're in our own miles on our own schedules. Mm-hmm. And if I'm in my own schedule, you're in your own schedule, you're in your <laughs> own schedule, she's on her own schedule, and nobody's really checking on each other, this one like kind of dry up a little bit. But mm-hmm. for me to stop What I'm doing And focus on you Noah And ask you how you're doing Yeah so Make sure check on you See how you're doing That goes Like you said Just tell you That you, that you did a good job On a Sunday That goes mm-hmm. a long way So imagine if You know We all kind of put a hold On what we want For a second And just tune in to God to really figure out Okay so how can I take care Of my people today On one day mm-hmm. And that's just You know A small piece of it But I, I, I do think that You know Because you can rest And take a vacation And then get back to work and you can rest And still be unsettled mm-hmm. You know, you can
2: get sleep and still be kind of, like, bothered. Yeah. You know, so. So so it know. sounds like what you're saying is that Sabbath to you is a lot more about uh, stopping and noticing other people's struggles and helping them with their struggles than it might be just, like, taking a day off and not you doing know. anything.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, then, you know, that, that me serving a person, and I was reading something and, you know, uh, said that when it comes to humans, like, we're designed to, we can't. Mm-hmm. Even though we try to be double-minded, sometimes yeah, 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 it's either you're serving yourself or somebody else. Yeah, and I think marriage is a is a is a is a practice of the Sabbath. And when you're when you're completely <laughs> dizzy, my, focused your on mind someone is, else, and, your mind is yeah. completely focused on that person, and then it's the same reciprocated.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So
1: if I'm focused on China, she's focused on me. Who goes without?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So imagine if that trickled down to just people, and mm. so I think I think marriage is you know. A, a, a practice of the Sabbath. Yeah, if you can get that down packed then you 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 have a grasp of what this what And the Bible talks, also talks about, you know, there's there's um, uh, what's the word? What's the term? I think it's in Hebrews. I think it is, is somewhere in Paul's epistles where he talks about, you know, um, there's certain things that God gives us now, and those are s- like it's a small pinch of the big of, of the bigger mm. things to come. Mm-hmm. And I think that marriage is a small pinch of really what's to come right to get us you know that kind of thing right uh, right i think it's a i'm focused on god's creation you know god made us in his image and i don't think he made us in his image to just treat it bad
2: no 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 yeah Yeah, that's cool so you see sabbath is like sort of also taking on a role in marriage which was really cool is that so so coming back to you nick is that Similar to how you believe, oh, yeah. or no, that's so funny. I was I about mean, to say, like, yeah, yeah like I was about to a say. whole
0: bunch of the stuff you're saying <laughs> is exactly the same stuff. Uh, me and Noah talked like about this topic a little bit before we uh, you got here, mm-hmm. and you're you're hitting a lot of the same points I hit. It's really funny, <laughs> you know, um, uh, about it. And I think that's part of why we wanted to have this conversation mm-hmm. because I think most people. Who have no issue just, you know, chilling, taking yeah. a break, I'm just gonna kick it for a little bit and, you know, not worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, have a tendency to maybe too narrowly define yeah. what Sabbath means. And so I think one of the benefits you can have when you have people maybe like me or you people who like to work a little bit more, who like enjoy the work that we're doing is we can maybe help people have a different perspective on what Sabbath is. Yeah, I think we also have our like own pitfalls where we are, yeah. <laughs> where we are blind to stuff because of that. Yeah. But part of my hope right now, especially was just to to make sure that I'm giving people multiple perspectives mm. on what it means to rest okay. because especially just with the environment in the world right now, I feel like stress and anxiety is just like high for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And if you only think of resting as like, I'm just going to chill not doing anything mm. and you can't like find that space to rest, you're going to get really, really worn out really, really quickly. Mm. And so I think it's really helpful to just explain that there are, ways to rest that don't involve just like not doing anything because yeah personally what I've looked at it with a lot is um we've been talking about it in this whole series that we've been doing on Genesis I think it's really important to understand how the original Jews who were listening to these passages how they would have put them into practice and I think if you understand where they're coming from with it, we can learn some things that maybe we miss sometimes if we're looking at it from our culture and our perspective. Yeah. And, um, the first thing, first time I ever noticed it was there's this, um, really famous book on the Sabbath by this Jewish rabbi named Abraham Heschel. Um, like, you can just look up Abraham Heschel's Sabbath on Amazon or whatever. It's going to be like the first book that pops up. It's super popular. Mm-hmm. And he's this Jewish rabbi from the 50s who wrote this really popular book on Sabbath. And he made this really interesting point where he said that um, in the same way that the temple functioned for the Jews, which was like this building where they could go to meet God, where God would come to meet them, yeah. the, the Sabbath was that same sort of thing but for like time so if you're thinking of time and space you know the the world that we live in it's a world of time and space the temple is the space where god and people come together sabbath is the time where god and people come together gotcha. it's the time equivalent of temple is kind of what he said and the whole thing the thread that, that got me thinking about was just how um the temple for the Jews was really supposed to point to this future reality. It was like a, it was like a taste, like you were saying, what Paul was saying. It's a little, little taste yeah. of like the future that they're going to get, and it's really important in the crucifixion and, and in the stories of the gospels that um, that this curtain that used to separate God from the people in the temple. There's this curtain in the holy of holies. Yeah. Um, which gospel is it that describes? Is it? John, holy of holy, uh, where it describes the curtain.
2: It's tearing. probably uh, John. John. It's probably going to be John. Yeah, cool. John.
0: I think it, I think it's John. In the Gospel of John, there's a description of that curtain tearing yeah. at the at the, um, the death of, death of Jesus. Yeah. And what I think that's explaining is that Jesus's death has accomplished something, and it's really like changed the whole world in a way. And what you realize is that after Jesus' death, you don't need a temple anymore because God is now with his people Mm -hmm. because that's the whole thing. Jesus is Emmanuel, which means God with us. So what Jesus accomplishes is he accomplishes God with us. The whole reason I'm bringing that up is I really think that Sabbath was serving a similar purpose for the Jews. It was a way for them to once a week think about what, that future reality is going to look like when they don't need a temple anymore, when they don't need a Mm. Sabbath anymore, but when God is King and the world is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. And so in some ways, Jesus has already accomplished that with his crucifixion and resurrection and ascension. And, um, so I've been trying in my own life to try to be like, okay, so if we're already living in the age that the Jews were looking forward to, then, and we don't need a temple anymore. Mm-hmm. Then in some ways we don't need, I don't think a strict Sabbath in the same way that the Jews observed it. Mm. Um, because uh, we are living in the age of the Messiah, the, the age yeah. that they were looking forward to. That's so It's become really important to me, you know, um, The old way people explain dates where it was B.C. and then A.D. Yeah. And the the year zero was the way the Romans had thought about the year when Jesus was born. Yeah. Because A.D. in Latin means anno domini, which just means in the year or age of our Lord. And so I think the uh, Roman Catholic tradition that set up that dating system. I think they understood this in a way that maybe we sometimes don't as Protestants, which is just that we are currently already in the age of the Messiah, in the year of the Lord, in the, in, in the age that those people were looking forward to. Yeah. So I think Sabbath for the early Jews was a way to look forward to the AD times And I think we are in the AD times. So I think some of the strict observations of Sabbath needs to kind of shift accordingly. We Mm. don't go to a temple to worship Mm. anymore. Debunk it a little bit. Yeah. And so I think we don't have to have that strict Sabbath Mm. observance necessarily, personally. But I do think that there are some kind of principles to the Sabbath that are things that we can still apply today. And that's what I had to learn. Cause yeah. I think I probably would describe myself as a workaholic. I think mm. uh, my wife, Adrian definitely would. Um, she was one of the first that got me thinking about this topic. Um, Adrian was kind of one of the first that like pulled me aside and was like, look, you work a lot. You're working all the time, yeah. <laughs> you know? And she, she sent me a few podcasts on Sabbath and a few things to just kind of try to think it through and be like, you know, you just want to make sure that you're like, you know, doing this right, not going to burn yourself out, not going to work too hard and all that kind of stuff. And so I've had to kind of balance that and figure out what, what is the right way to apply it. Um, but the simplest way I would say, the simplest way I've applied, um, Sabbath in some way in my own life is just trying to really practice that awareness of Jesus's Lordship. The fact that he's the King already of of the world he is the one mm. that's in charge right now i've had to remind myself that a lot with the election and just be like yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter who's president jesus is still king um and i'm, no, I'm not saying that in a dismissive way because i know some christians can say that and be like don't worry about who's president jesus is still king i mm. i think who's president matters but um but the ultimate truth of the fact that we are in the ad times and the year of our lord is now yeah I think it's really important. I don't think we need to forget that. Yeah. So I've been trying to figure that out as I've been kind of navigating what living out Sabbath in my own life looks like.
1: Yeah, I guess it's, um, I guess I I was thinking as you're talking, um, principles, I never really, I never really, I never really, yeah, I never really, I guess, thought about principles for the Sabbath. And I guess it's a, just kind of understanding yourself. Myself, you know, um, and I guess kind of thinking like, okay, if I'm in my, if, okay, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm in my calling, I'm doing what I'm, my, I'm working, I'm functioning in my purpose. Yeah. But yet I still feel drained. Okay, what exactly do I need rest from?
0: Mm. Hmm. That's an interesting question.
1: You know? Yeah. Like, I'm in my purpose, but yet, Um, like you know, yeah, yeah, you know, because Paul says in Philippians, you know, um, you know, you know, the famous scripture. I can't off top of my head. I always forget it when I'm about to say it. (laughs) But um.
0: Don't you worry, know, man. I have so few my verses strength. memorized. It's like yeah. people. It's like weird because we were like. Aren't you like a pastor? You know it's like I got hey, an iPhone. I can look at it It's uh,
1: <laughs> like four and thirteen. I think it is. I can do all things through Christ who yep, strengthens me.
0: Yeah. and I think a lot of people
1: misinterpret that scripture. That doesn't mean you can do yeah. literally all things. I mean, I can't fly. I can't. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, well, I can say right. a little bit. You know. So you yeah. You don't know I can't fly. She She, she don't entertain my singing. You know, but, you know, I can't literally do all things. Right, right. It's it's I can do all things through Christ. If you're going through Christ, then you're obviously going to be in your purpose. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to doing what you're called to do. You know that's where your strength comes from when you're functioning your purpose. So if you're mm-hmm. called to be a pastor and you're doing, you're you're being a pastor, you're being who God made you to be. You still need rest, but it's like a at the end of the day, this is who you're called to be.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so, you, so yeah. you do think that we all need rest, right? Like we need some type of like break from the things that we do. Yeah, would I you guess, say that? Yeah, I think Nick would. Yeah, would yeah. You but you it sounds that?
0: like what you're saying too, though, is that if you are functioning in the whatever the role is that god made you to be um you're gonna have strength to do that yeah in a way that you wouldn't otherwise mm. yeah it's like you're it's like you're in my, my church growing
1: up it's your anointing um mm. and whenever you're you know whenever you're doing something that is righteous it's always gonna be met with opposition and i guess sometimes it's just knowing your opposition Mm. And knowing how to, okay, what, what what exactly do I need rest from? Mm. What about me needs rest? Yeah, is it my mind is it. You know, I may have a you know, pastors tend to get up and walk and teach in front of people, and yeah, I have a bad knee. I didn't rest my knee. Can mm-hmm. I
0: still do this and rest my? You know, like what what do I need rest from? So it's like important to to figure out what are the specific things in your life that are draining you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and and, lo- and rest from those.
1: Yeah, I guess creating boundaries with those people. One, or, you know. one of
0: the interesting things I've always thought about, because the Sabbath concept in the Old Testament went to all kinds of stuff. It wasn't just like a Saturday they take off. Yeah, um, They had like every few years they would do special things. They had festivals that happened throughout the year that were connected with those Sabbath ideas. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that was always really interesting to me I preached a sermon on Sabbath the very first uh, week, yep. and I said I, I misquoted like the year of Jubilee or something yep. like that, yep. and like Noah and like all <laughs> kinds of other people gave me crap about it. So, so cor- <laughs> go ahead and correct me now if I'm saying this wrong, Noah. But I believe, if I'm remembering it correctly, was it every every seven years? Were they supposed to leave the land, not not plant the fields?
2: Yeah, yeah, every 7 years uh on the on the 6th year they would get a double portion of uh-huh. what they normally would get. And then the 7th year they'd leave it untilled, un- just let the land rest for a year essentially. Mm-hmm. Um and then they'd start back over the next year. So um but they'd still own the land. The 50 year uh is when they'd switch when they
0: all the land would go back to mm-hmm. whoever originally yes. owned it, yes. right? But every 7 years 'Cause they were like a agricultural people who grew um, all, their all their foods, yeah, you know, all their fruit. crops and everything like that. Yeah. Um, every seventh year they were supposed to not plant anything mm-hmm. and just let the land recuperate a little bit. Yep. And and and, and rest from yeah. farming. Um yeah, that's good. All the archaeology seems to show that they never did that. Yep. Like they, uh, <laughs> like it was a nice idea, but it's not sure if the uh, the Jews ever actually followed through on that. Yeah. But I think there is a principle there that I have seen. There's some value to, which I would connect. You were asking, do I, do I believe people need rest? And mm-hmm. I do. I do. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus had to sleep too. You know, even Jesus yeah. slept and stuff like that. And I think it's really important to notice too. Jesus. Uh, was often trying to find an opportunity off to himself, just him and God, you know, to mm-hmm. to recharge and reset yeah. a little bit and all that kind of stuff. Um, and that was really important to him too. But I think what I've found is um, that for you to work at like 100% capacity, you do need a, it's like a reset button. Mm. Like we've had technical difficulties a little bit with some of the live streams. in, in, in yeah. China. y'all have been hanging out with a few <laughs> helped us figure out a few of those live streams where we've had technical difficulties. And it's amazing how many times just like turning it off and turning it back on again, fixes the problem, you know, like turn the computer off, turn it back on. It fixes the problem. Yep. Um, and with the land, I feel like that's kind of what was the principle there. They were just like, all right, just like, like shut it down for, for a year yeah. let it recuperate a lot of agricultural experts say that that's really important it lets the land get its nutrients back so that you can grow more and it comes back working even stronger mm-hmm. and i've realized that with rest and specifically with sleep um yeah. when i was in high school i was working this job doing all these like college prep classes and like working at my church and um and and playing in a band and doing all kinds of stuff and i i was getting like three, four hours of sleep a night, maybe at the most. And I did that for like four years. And then I remember when I got to college, I was like, wait, you're telling me classes don't start till like 10 o'clock. And yeah. I only have like one, two hour class and then I'm done. And I was like, oh, great. I'm sleeping in. Yeah. And what I learned once I started prioritizing sleep was that I'm like sharper and like better off in class because I got plenty of sleep Mm. than if I was just to like go, 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 go. And so the same as it was with agriculture for those early Jews, if they were just going, going, going all the time, just always growing crops over time, they were going to get fewer and fewer results from it. Mm. Whereas I think the wisdom God is saying, is like, look, if you just like shut it down for a year, then come back the next year, you're going to get even more later on. And, uh, I found that with sleep, if I make sure I prioritize my sleep, then I'm just like, way I'm, I could work like a 12 hour a day with little sleep and get only a little bit done, or I could work like a eight hour day with tons of sleep and mm. get way more done. Yeah. And um, so making sure I have that like rest reset button has mm. been really important to me in a few different ways. And so Noah, me and you talked about that that principle could be something that's kind of included within the idea of Sabbath for
2: you, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And I would say that, uh, obviously I'm the one that's less, uh, tended to like think a lot and work a lot. You know, um, I like to like go home and like not think about theology Mm -hmm. and just like go home and, uh, read a book or, uh, I like to have my off days and like, I like to really, you know, have something other than, uh, what you know I'm doing as far as work goes and uh, I will say that um, it's been cool to talk to both of you because yeah. both of you I would say don't have as strong of a a belief that you need to have that you know as I probably used to have that's why I, I really wanted to have you both on was I, I knew that both of you felt that like working um, you could do that and still rest as you're working you know yeah um and uh for me i guess i would say that rest because you asked about whether or not like rest for me would you ask again like yeah ooh. i don't even remember Okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> i just want to be i was sure just so I,
0: enthralled in what you're saying yeah. like yeah no,
2: absolutely because <laughs> I, I think what you asked me was uh whether or not like what did rest mean to me specifically um yeah and rest for me has always been that, right? It's always been like that uh, reset that re- the, the not working anymore, you know, mm-hmm. the, the pulling away from uh, all mm-hmm. of that and really just, you know, taking a breath um, to not worry about things. Um, it's sort of even detaching for me and relieving, to me and you know we talked about the fact that like uh your uh adrian's whole family they have this lovely house like down in mississippi where you can just like sort of get away and that's like heaven to me yeah. uh it's like very like uh wonderful to like get away and like have an entire day where i'm just down there looking at a gorgeous lake and trees and things yeah. like that and not having to do anything um yeah it's it
0: it's funny when we were talking about that that sounds
1: wonderful I right now
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, so, like, yeah. my in-laws, they have this awesome house in Sanitopia. Um They've uh, uh, got, like, one of those crazy deals on it, and it was, like, way nicer of a house than they ever thought they would be able to get. Mm. And then they've worked hard on it. They've got it, like, renovated and fixed. It's beautiful. Landscaping, the house, everything. It's amazing. And so my wife, her whole family, they've been, like, really into idea of rest making sure you take a day off making sure you take a day to rest and for a while what that basically looked like was just every sunday after church the whole family all her brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. all the significant others wives and everybody would all go down to that house and just chill for the day and that was like the sabbath rest day for everybody and noah started coming down too just Mm because he was enjoying the like time to chill.
2: They ended, uh. they ended up adopting me. And I, became like a, <laughs> yeah. I became an adopted son. <laughs> so
1: wonderful. I know. I know it's coming. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to take a, like a break, like a vacation at some mm-hmm. point. Like I know it's coming. I think honestly, once me and her actually just kind of yep. do the wedding and get the house, like just move in. I think at some, um, it's like okay, we just need to kind of just...
0: just chill for a little bit.
1: Yeah, and you know it. <sighs> I guess it's, like, at the same time, I, I question it back in the back of my mind, like, will I actually be okay with, like, being gone for a week?
2: That's what I was going to ask. Like, do you think you <laughs> could turn your theology mind off for that week, or would that be an issue for you?
1: The theology, honestly, I truly, truly, truly believe that if I'm rested, I will, I will properly pace myself. If I'm, like, gone mm-hmm. out for a week and I'm just... I honestly I probably would have my book still with me mm. and I believe that I'll pace myself like I'll read yeah. and it's like 30 minutes 45 minutes and you know it's gonna be hard for me not to read for a whole week I'm gonna feel so disconnected from the Bible like yeah. I have to do something
2: yeah 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 um,
1: I guess what really gets me is because there's I just personally feel like there's not enough people that truly have a mindset to like built the kingdom yeah and so it's always usually
2: on like one or two or three people that do all the work like yeah no that you're not wrong yeah yeah, yeah. it's know, definitely so true one goes <laughs> that affects the two people yeah you know. yeah it's already a lot of work as it is so yeah.
1: leaving for a week, mm. know, a week in ministry? you know like it's yeah. so you know, it
2: yeah and so it's like so you feel like if that's you concerning. left, it's like, I'm not sure everything would get done that needed to get done while I'm away. You yeah. Know?
1: And, you know, is is I'm, I'm not that that's not like saying people don't do. No, no, no. It's no for the sure. The fact that, you know, a it's reality, a worry in your yeah, head. Yeah. A reality is that, you know, people have responsibilities. You can't knock that. Right. And it's it's I can't expect people to cause I guess what I'm saying is. When it comes to, I know people like me and I know Nick and it's like, I cannot, I, I had to learn the hard way. I cannot expect people to have the heart that I do, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, uh, that's where my mind is. It's, it's, right. It's you know, it's like that for a reason. I can't expect somebody to be folk. Like I can't expect you to like leave your, your job and then risk your job to go pursue full-time ministry and figure it out as you go. right I can't. Ex- yeah. I mean.
0: Right,
1: you know, I. If you do, great. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't expect you to have that kind of mindset. You know, yeah. so i not everybody just. Yeah, everybody's different. Like that, yeah, and know? I think
0: that's what was funny about those times, though, when we would go down to my in-laws' house, because every I think everyone enjoyed it, everyone loved it, except for me. <laughs> I was like, because in my mind the whole time I'm just like, still got to get this done. You know, mm. there's that other thing that's happening. Uh oh, or I would get like a great idea. This is usually what would happen. I'd be sitting there and I'd be like, oh man, that's a great idea. We totally need to do that. But then I would just have to like sit there the rest of the day and not be able to like do anything about it. Mm. So like like I was making YouTube videos and stuff for a while and I still eventually will get back to it. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, I would get like an awesome video, YouTube video idea while I'm like sitting there and then have to wait till the next day to do it and i felt like i could just never like capitalize on that like creative energy Mm -hmm. whereas i my ideal would have been to like be able to be like get the idea and then jump right into it and start working on this cool video idea and stuff Mm -hmm. like that yeah
1: moving on your own inspiration
0: yeah yeah and and so i remember kind of struggling with that because i was like i'm trying i was trying to decide like am i wrong like am i just like a i don't know workaholic sinner who needs to uh (laughs) 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 repent and learn to rest (laughs) or or um yeah or 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 is it different and so you know i've kind of thought about it a few different ways but i do think one of the way that that one of the areas i've really come to is that understanding you were saying before people are different people have different callings in life Mm -hmm. and different Expectations of them that God may have you know God expects one person to do one thing and a different person to do something else and he understands that each of us are different yeah. and, and so I think there are different ways that each of us can rest mm. and what I've really started to discover is that when you um are able to really do what God has made you to do um it's energizing in a way that very few other things are. Mm. And, um, and I think that that's like something good for everybody to pursue, regardless of who you are. It's just Mm. like trying to really understand that, um, that like when God wants you to do stuff, it's going to be cool stuff and he's going to help you do that. Yeah. That Mm. that cool stuff. And you are, and so, so, so that's helpful, you know, just to, to think through, but, but I think I've had to learn people are different. And so, um, you know, Adrian may not like, is not like me, mm-hmm. so she, she just needs a day off. So yeah. even though I didn't like taking a whole day to do nothing, I knew she, she did cause that's her personality and that's who she mm-hmm. is. And yeah. so we've started trying to really um, – so I would do it, like, for her, you know, mm. in that sense. Yeah. And I think to kind of bring it back around to what you were saying before about marriage being, like, a really awesome opportunity to really think about somebody else instead of yourself. Yeah. I do I, – I, that was really cool. I hadn't thought about that as an application <laughs> of that sort of yeah. kingdom ideal, Sabbath yeah. ideal, temple ideal of, like, the new kingdom, whereas the new kingdom is a kingdom where people – think about others Mm -hmm. and and so i think we're pretty much we're almost out of time so you know just to finish out today i think that would definitely be one of my biggest takeaways i'm going to take away from this and probably something everybody watching can take away too is Mm -hmm. like one of the best ways we can maybe live out that new kingdom life that the Sabbath was pointing to mm. and we can really bring those principles into practice yeah. is by focusing on other people Yeah, and
2: yeah, it sounds to loving me, other people. Yeah. It sounds to me like both of you are coming from a perspective where you're arguing, uh, Sabbath doesn't just have to be, I don't do everything, anything yeah. for a day. You know, um, it doesn't have to be that it can be that for some people like, you know, for me, I'm more inclined to enjoy that kind of day. But, um, it sounds like both of you are saying that Sabbath for both of you is finding time to sacrifice for another person in some way, you know, finding time to stop what you're normally doing, you know, whatever it may be in your working life and intentionally maybe having a conversation with someone or yeah. your wife or loving your wife, you know, like whatever it may be Sabbath to you is taking a break from your normal uh, routine. working routine and instead
0: learning ma- to focus on other
2: learning people. to focus on other people in yeah. really extraordinary ways right. would that be a good yeah summary? and i don't yeah.
0: think i even realized that would be one way i thought about it until yeah. talking just now so i think i learned something today you know
1: the miracles he performed were for other people yeah mm. you know um and honestly you know Defining a miracle, quick, it and its multiple definitions. I know one of the biggest ones is just define the odds of nature. And I, to me, honestly, I think it's safe to say that focusing on somebody else in this world nowadays is a miracle. Mm. We don't, you know, we don't. Yeah, we. I think. I guess I, I do not go over time. Oh, you good? Um, yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. One thing I'm studying, and I, I think when I do start teaching consistently, one of the things I'm going to always, I think, center my teachings around is people you know we said hmm. the kingdom of god a lot but what does that really mean like what is the kingdom of how do you divide? Yeah. what is the mm. yeah you know it's like one of them times we yeah, say yeah, like, yeah, yeah right. we never really and i guess in my studies and what i've grasped is power people place you know uh god has his power and he he wants to you know give it to people and those people use that power to do something mm. with it to influence the place. Yeah, and this place just stands out, you know, because it's holy and that's the power. Really what and the it is, power? People place. And I think we in church have a grasp of power, guys. We you know we know what that is. We yeah, mm-hmm. power. But for some odd reason, we skip people and go to place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We don't really think about people. Like you know, we overlook people. We words we use and we. You know, cursing people out, and mm-hmm. um, it's it's a lot of things we do, and you know, we, it's it's popular to, to 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 cut somebody off, and it's popular, and I, I mean, it's so instilled in society. I mean, like when somebody calls you, you got to ignore option.
0: Mm-hmm. Think yeah. about that. Like, yeah.
1: I have option to ignore people, like, yeah. And I, I'm I'm not trying to get too deep into it, but I, I just do think that if we're not careful, not we in here, but just yeah. people, you know, it'd be so easy to just have this mindset where you're just naturally designed and framed by society to treat people in a way to where you're not really focusing on them. You're thinking about yourself mm-hmm. and maybe your family, but and you should, yeah, you know, but I, I do think that, you know, God did call us to consider people. Yeah. And I, I think that's one thing we have really overlooked for a long time. We yeah. like, can we, can people honestly say that we know how to treat people?
0: Yeah. I no. think that would I think
2: that would be huge. That's sure. the, the, yeah. That's like the that's your wheelhouse. That, oh, Nick. yeah, yeah like sure. Nick is on yeah. So
0: <laughs> I don't want to say anything else. I think we we'll just leave it there. <laughs> well, 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 that's a perfect place to leave it. Yeah. Um, that can be a way we can all kind of apply it. I think that's what the kingdom of God's all about. Yeah. I think that's what how we as members of the kingdom can really do what we need to do. Yeah. Notice the people around you. Notice yeah. the people that need love hmm. and just, you know, focus on those people. Yeah. Especially uh right now we'll yeah. see how today yeah. turns out we'll see how yeah. what's going on in mm. this season turns out um oh, yeah. but i think one of the best ways we can really make a difference is focusing on people so yeah we'll just leave it with that for today thanks to all y'all for tuning in um
2: thanks guys thank you guys for
0: de- feel free uh as well definitely tune in uh this sunday at seven seven to our uh sunday live stream and we also hope to continue seeing y'all um in the following weeks yeah. on our Wednesday deep dives.
2: Right. So thanks guys. <laughs> Nick's going to take a couple minutes to turn off the live stream. <laughs> so <laughs> Plus, do I like, get up to my to say goodbye. Bye all.